back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swagging jacking some of his, his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WGs. After further review, here with the state of the state with Frank Vashner. Frank, go ahead. Well, what do you guys want me to start with? You want me to start with uh, Michigan or you want me to start with Michigan State? It don't matter to me. Just start All right. Well, since they're playing in Indianapolis tonight, I'm going to start with the Maize and Blue. Mm -hmm. And... uh, much to the chagrin of maybe myself and a lot of other people, the Big Ten goes through Ann Arbor now. You think so? I, I would ha- I'd have to say it, and I mean this will probably come as a shock to you and David hearing this come from me, but I genuinely believe it. Michigan has a shot at a national championship this year. I'm not going to say it's a great shot or a small shot. It is a shot. I mean. Despite losing Blake Corum, um, who I thought was their best player, I think that maybe this is probably their best chance of doing it hit since '97. Yeah, when they were they were co champs with yeah, and then, I mean yeah, but there's not going to be any of that this year. Or say, oh well, you only have half of one. No, you're right. You might you might actually do this this year, Wolverine fans. And then of course. I'll say I'll say this too. I mean, I think we all kind of agree that unless something crazy happens, they're on a collision course with Georgia in the national championship game. Possibly. So, I mean, that's obviously disclaimer barring anything crazy. So, my my thought is this: I feel better about their chances against Georgia this time around than I did last time around mm-hmm. because that, that Georgia team was loaded mm-hmm. with with NFL guys especially on the defensive side this year this Georgia, this Georgia team doesn't have that vibe I mean look I know they still have a lot, a lot of pieces on their offense uh, Stetson Bennett and their running backs uh, and then those two monsters at tight end they have and Jalen Carter on the defense but David I'm going to turn this to you since you're the football guru Am I? Do you think I am? Uh, you think I'm crazy saying Michigan has a shot to beat Georgia hypothetically if they end up meeting in the national championship? Well, before David gets on there, let's just remember that Michigan State has like a puncher's chance. Still, Michigan, Michigan, no, Michigan State still has a, a fighting and puncher's chance of still being the team to beat Michigan. Uh, I'll get to them later. I mean, especially if you meet them in the locker room. Let well, let's, let's okay, <laughs> let, okay. Let, let's keep, let's keep, let's come on, let's let's keep this on the rails, guys. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, da- but but anyways, David, do, do you think I'm crazy saying that Michigan has a shot against Georgia if they meet in the national championship? I mean, everyone has a shot when you're kind of thinking at the beginning of any game, kind of heading into it. You're thinking. 
okay, if we know our game plan, we know their game plan. Like before kickoff, yeah, both teams have a shot. Now, depending on game flow, do I think it will be kind of a blowout? Absolutely not. I think Georgia's, like I still don't think Georgia's offense is going to blow anyone out of the water unless, you know, you're Vanderbilt or... Or Oregon. Well, yeah, and Oregon was, as we saw towards the latter half of this season, they have still their moments. Do I think Michigan's running attack is probably the best in the country? I would say, yeah. Do I think um, it will be a close game, majority of the game? Absolutely. Do I think there will be a lot of three and outs? Probably not. But, I mean, that's the beauty of the game. You, you play on the field and anything can happen, injuries can happen. But, yeah, puncher's chance, just like, like with any team playing any other team. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'd say the only thing I would guarantee is that it's not going to be as ugly as it was when they met in the Orange Bowl last year, where that, I mean, where Georgia basically jumped out big and then they, pun intended, called off the dogs in the second half and still ended up winning pretty big. But we'll we'll see what happens. Obviously, Michigan's got to face Purdue in Indianapolis tonight, first and foremost, and. I think I think they'll win. I don't think they're g- it's going to be as ugly as it was when they played Iowa last year in the championship game because Purdue actually has a competent offense and their run defense is pretty solid too. No Corm, I think, is going to hurt. But I mean, I've, I've kind of like what I've seen from Donovan Edwards, right, of West Bloomfield. Know what he can do, and if Purdue ends up deciding to play cover play cover zero with no safety help. Like Ohio State did, they have they pretty much have a proverbial death wish. It seemed like to me Ohio State didn't really put respect on Michigan's name. They went to that type of defense, and you know, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well. Funny you should say that, Derek. I will. Uh, I will get to that. I. I truly believe that. And while that that win in the shoe by that much was a surprise to me, I couldn't believe it was happening. Mm-hmm. I'll say that Ryan Day kind of got obstinate in that game. And now they want him fired. Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag with the Buckeye fan base. I've talked to some that say, yeah, his if he loses to Michigan again, his seat's going to be a raging inferno. And others said... Even though that would be his only loss through the whole season and a possibility to get into the college football playoff? Well... That's like saying Jim Harbaugh loses to Michigan State, but, that, but yet gets the college football playoff. But you're fired. Well, here's the other thing too. Let's say, let's let's play devil's advocate for a minute. Let's say that Ohio State ends up getting in, which more than likely they're gonna. But if TCU loses and Ohio State jumps up to three, they get matched up with Michigan again, and Michigan say beats them. You think that fa- that? People in Columbus are going to tolerate losing to the big rival twice in one year? I mean, probably not because they're not used to it. I mean, Michigan got their first win in Ohio State since 2000. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I mean, that's the thing. It's, I mean, it's the way that college football is today. It's blank or get off the pot. Right, exactly. And as as, as unfair for, as it sounds, people are calling for Daddy Urban to come back. Oh yeah, that I've heard. I've heard a lot of that too. I don't. I'm not sure if that that'll actually happen, given the way uh, 
his departure. But if he did, they'd have to keep him out of uh, clubs and restaurants. Well, you don't need to rehash all that, right? But that's just like you know, keeping Michigan players out of the tunnel with Michigan State players. You know, you just you don't want that to happen. I'm 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 going to I'm gonna. I'm not going to go into that because we're crunched for time. Right. Well, I will have a quote from your buddy Izzo. But by the way, Ohio State's not getting fickle. Yeah, he he ends up going to Wisconsin. But think about this, though. <laughs> How the tides have turned. Two years ago, people were trying to fire Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I mean, and... And you are a Jim Har- Harbaugh hater, too. Uh, and you know what? I will give him credit that he he realized, hey... I can't, I gotta start doing things differently, and wait. Staff so? change. I mean, staff changed in the last couple of years. I mean, I mean, I think getting rid of Don Brown was really what started it all. Oh, uh, he had he got rid of him, brought in Mike McDonald. Although, albeit, uh, it feels like he's doing a Baltimore Ravens internship program for his <laughs> brother John, because I think. Because McDonald went back to the Ravens, and obviously, I think with the job Jesse Minter has done this year, I think Minter's either gonna be in line for a head coaching job somewhere in college because he'll be a hot commodity, and mm. he as well. So, I mean, I think he's real, and even then, trying to do with offenses, trying to. It seemed like in years past he had too many, a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and now it seems like he's realized, okay. I'll do things kind of the way that I did under Bo Schembechler, but we're going to mix a little bit in here and there. Mm-hmm. So I think he kind of, he was able to find that perfect balance. I mean, he haven't in a lot. I think a lot of credit also goes to Sharon Moore, old line coach, mm-hmm. the job he's done, and and I think the. But but think I, about it though. Do I seem like I'm the Nostradamus? Didn't I tell you that Harbaugh would get him to the promised land? It took a little oh, yeah. longer. Oh, yeah, it, it, took it, long. it did. It did. But not really, because it actually, if, if, if fan bases and administrations would realize it takes a while to let the, the gumbo cook, you can get the rewards. But everybody wants instant meal and instant ramen noodle that it messes up everything. Well, yeah, and, uh, and of course, I, I never, don't, I'll I don't be think... honest, I would never imagine the tides being turned between Michigan State and Ohio State that is turned for Michigan because when Jim Harbaugh took over, Dan and Tony or Dan and Tony was basically killing it in the league with Michigan State and, you know, obviously Urban was kinda on the upside. Yeah. And everybody was beating up on him and you especially didn't like him. Oh yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna give credit where it's due. Okay. He, okay. He, as long as you give the credit. Yeah. He basically realized says, Hey, I can't yeah. I've, uh, it's t- it's taken me a little while to figure it out, but finally did. Mm-hmm. And I mean, going back to offensive line, I think the biggest impact transfer that's being overlooked is their center, uh, Olawatuni. I don't know David. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. The guy they got they transferred in from Virginia. I think he he would have to be if the Big Ten came up with a newcomer of the year award or a tra- incoming transfer of the year. That guy's got to win it because he. I think he's really made the most impact because that line, because the line was so good last year. A lot of guys come back. He comes in and I think he just kind of made them better. Her as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and even the, and even the run game. I mean, Blake Corum, the year he had, unfortunately, he's done for the year and it's probably going to end up heading to the NFL because right. running backs don't have that much of a shelf life. Cool, true. 
So it's going to really fall on Donovan Edwards to carry the mail. And even and even J.J. McCarthy, everyone said, oh, he's going to be so great at this, that, and the other. And we finally kind of saw that come to fruition, oddly enough, against Ohio State. I mean, of course, some of that due to who the coverage that Ohio State's defense was playing. But, hey, you take advantage of what's handed to you. Yeah, and they did just that. So we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, Wolverine fans, you got you got a shot at this thing. You're gonna I think you're gonna take care of your business tonight in Indianapolis and whatever happens in New Year's Eve, whoever you get, I think you'll handle it there and then game on against Georgia probably. So that's pr- that's pretty much what I have to say. So so nice and sweet and what's his name again? James Joseph Harbaugh, because I mean you brought that his legal name up several times. Yeah, even you got hot on the collar so much that we made a commercial out of it. <laughs> yeah, but hey, he did. He like I said, give him credit. He realized that hey, you know, the way I did the way I did this here ain't working. So we had so he's done it. and He's made the necessary adjustments to do what he needs to do to win. So I I can do nothing more than say, well done, James. That's right, well done, James. And by the way. With that being said, when you plant the the, the, the flag on the middle of the field, <laughs> and, and look, I I I caught a I caught a lot of crap for saying that I didn't have a problem. Well, check the tapes. I believe I said the same thing when Baker Mayfield did it back in 2017. Mm-hmm. David, you can vouch for me on this. You don't. Hey, and if you don't like somebody planting your their flag in your field, don't let them beat you. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah, but you get to play the Michigan fans get to play that music really loud and proud, and hopefully they can beat the Boilermakers who are only eight and four. Well, I, th- I think I think they will. I don't think it's going to be as big of a blob because obviously Jeff because Purdue has a track record for beating top five teams, especially under Jeff Brom. So I think it's gonna it's gonna be somewhat close, but I think Michigan pulls away. They'll probably win by two scores if I had to guess. Mm. And then finally, you'll give James Joseph Harbaugh his due. Well, I already did. And two Big Ten championships, two college football playoffs in a row, and he, and he might, he might, and he might actually win the whole damn thing. He might get a natty. All right, now we're moving on to your your team, who pretty much had a disaster of a year. Well, kind of, but at the same time, though, I mean, you know, you always you're always, you always have like a puncher's chance, you know. Well, but but you're rebuilding though. You're rebuilding, and and maybe in a few years, you know, you guys will be where Michigan's at. So you know, you got to get this in. Well, here's what I'll say about about Michigan State. You being a fan, first and foremost, no, I'm not going to go calling for Mel Tucker's hat. Okay, I always thought you were going to do that because you're always trying to no, get people fired, because, right, David? I will. I will say that he does need to make staff changes. Okay. Though, but I'm not going to call for his head because here's here's the thing, and I said this on these airwaves. I'm going to say it again. He inherited a crappy roster. Here, there's been over 50 guys who have transferred out wow. that were D'Antonio guys. Well, that's and, expected, though. Yeah. I, I don't think you can start doing transfer stuff because now transferring is like basically putting on your pants in the morning. Guys is just certain guys gravitate to certain coaches. So I don't I don't look at that as I did back in the day in the past. But here, but I also saw this too. 
Over 50 guys transferred out, and only, I believe it was five, ended up at Power 5 schools. Only one saw significant play time, and that was uh, Kalen Gervin at Kansas. So, Mel's had to get his guys in there, weed some guys out. I mean, his motto's been compete compete to a play, compete to stay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not... So, I mean, get your, get your guys in there. He's got to get recruits in. He's been doing a nice job with that. Uh, I mean, using using the transfer portal as well to try and get quick fixes in. But I'll just say it, Mel, you got to make staff changes. And I think first and foremost, Jay Johnson, I do not like as a play caller. Mm-hmm. I think Kenneth Walker last year hit a lot of deficiencies. Hey, so got to get somebody different in. Mm-hmm. And although there's some MSU fans who are hellbent saying, oh, we can't get rid of Jay Johnson. He's going to get Dante Moore to flip from Oregon. I don't buy any of that. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat my crow if that happens, but I don't. it's not going to happen. Right. And if that's what your mindset is, Shame on you, because I don't think there's no one recruit. I don't give a damn who he is. I don't care who, where he played. I don't care how good he is. No one recruit is bigger than the program. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I mean, I've, Ross L's special teams coach, I think he's got to go. Special teams have been a disaster. That was evident against Indiana. And, I mean, Scotty Hazleton, defensive coordinator, people have wanted him gone, mm-hmm. but I'll give him credit. He was willing to say, yeah, I got to play some different coverages, and they switched from a 4-2-5 to a 4-3 and actually played better. So, I mean, Hazleton, if he stays around, I'll live with. Mm-hmm. But I think Jay Johnson and Rossell's got to go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And, and I think really... Mel's got to win eight games next year, minimum. What, before you think you want to fire him? Well, yeah, I, I think if he does, if if you have another year just like this one again, then, yeah, we could probably have the conversation. But, look, I'm willing to get, I'm willing to give him a chance, make some changes, get some different guys in, and, and, and get better. Or don't don't do it don't do what D'Antonio did and let where after you have good year you basically let just let it all rot and fall apart and keep your buddies around. Mm-hmm. That's not that doesn't cut it in this world. I mean, like I said, college football, uh, the it's it's blank or get off the pot. I mean, mm-hmm. as as unfa- as unfair as some of you people think it is. That's just that's just how it is. You got to win. You got to sustain your success. Look, I know there's times where injuries happen and bad stuff happens, but you can't keep using that as a crutch. Mm-hmm. So, obviously I think Mel's going to have to make some changes, get some por- get a couple probably get a couple guys in the portal. I mean the 2023 20, class that's coming in has got some nice pieces there. There and it's really going to depend on who ends up leaving. And for the draft, I know that uh, 
there's a couple guys who are, have already declared, but but we'll see what we'll see what happens, especially going into next year. Here, especially here, and even with it being the think the last year of the way the Big Ten is going to be as it is now with before USC and UCLA may or may not come in mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty much what I have to say about the the state of the state and Michigan State fans have patience with Mal Michigan fans enjoy tonight's game and be ready to be playing in Inglewood in January. What, the Rose Bowl? The national championships being played at SoFi. Mm. You know that? No. I thought. Well, now you know. You think Michigan's going to be in the national championship game? I think they ha- they've. This is, prob- this is probably their best chance to do it. Obviously. Oh, yeah, it is their best chance to do it. Yeah, I think they, they can because, I mean, they, they end up playing TCU. I think that. I think they beat TCU. Right, and the Rose Bowl is in Pasadena. Yeah, which that might, I've heard that they may they may pick Penn State over Ohio State if Ohio State doesn't get in the playoff. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens there. Right. Hmm, okay, is that it? Yep. That'll do it for my State of the State. And uh, I watched Lee Corso pick Kansas State to beat TCU. Really? Yeah. That'll be. Remember, we were talking about uh, Kansas early in the season. Remember, we talked about um, Syracuse. What happened to them? Say what now? Remember, we were talking about all those all those teams. Syracuse, Kansas being undefeated early in the season. Uh, well, I mean, Kansas. Nice to see them get back to a bowl game. Name mm-hmm. I think was was decent i don't know what they ended up finishing because again i've been kind of occupied and i don't follow the acc that close or as you like to call the atlantic conference or the ass yes <laughs> david you there yep, i'm here okay. i mean Sy- i mean syracuse is going going to a bowl along with kansas yeah syracuse i figured out at the end mostly injuries going up against some juggernauts so kind of the heartbreaker against clemson was really I have a sign of things to come, and then you know, getting embarrassed by Florida State at home mm. on senior night, kind of bounce back one against Boston College. But I mean, most likely we're probably going to go either to Fenway or the Pinstripe Bowl. So Syracuse mm. playing in a baseball stadium, most likely. But we'll see once that's confirmed with the bowl selection tomorrow. That's right. The bowl selection is tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. You know, as you guys all know, I, basketball season started for me. So when it gets to that point, I'm just really into it. Yeah, same. Same deal for me as well. And also, uh, that was a great state for the state there. Uh, yeah, thank you. You were, it was really nice and thought out. And we know that I know it troubles you to see Michigan State doing so, <laughs> so well. And Michigan State pretty much at the I, bottom. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, the fan in me doesn't like it, but I, I'll just, I'll echo what I've heard a lot said. I will say we've got, we have to take the medicine and realize that the Big Ten goes through Ann Arbor now. I will say though that you, you have basically come a long way because you, 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 you were hard on Jim Harbaugh or James Joseph Harbaugh, and you basically were upset that he was getting all the celebrity and Mike Dan and Tony wasn't. 
Because well, he wasn't getting results. And well, now he's gotten results. Right. So, and, and I know as a Michigan State fan, you know, you don't like that big block M, but hey, it is what it is. But I need to ask you this question, though, and, and I'm guessing we can probably listen to this a little bit here. Uh, what do you think of this? You guys see all this stuff, but you never write it either. So I ain't real happy with you guys if you want the truth. I already told you that. I know. Starts bad, ends bad. So go ahead. You can give me another question, and then I'm walking away. Uh, but I'd like to know my question. Why don't you write something? Why don't you write something? Huh? Why don't you write something? Huh? Why don't you? You must think it's okay. If you do, call me and tell me what part of that would have happened if uh, it would have been handled right on the front end after two in the last six months that I know of happened. You know what he's talking about? I do, but I'm gonna. But since we're crunched for time. I'll, I will just give you the short version. There is a U of M bias in the media, especially in Detroit. I mean, that is true. It is closer to Detroit. Ann Arbor is closer to Detroit than East Lansing. It is true. I do. Think, again, I think it is a little bit of a bias. A little. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not going to go off on that because I could. Um, I. <laughs> Because, again, we're crunched for time, but I want to hear David's winners and losers, and we got NFL picks to get to, but that's, that's true, it that's just true. shows that the, there, there is, if there is a blue wall in this state, and it almost seems like it's uh, red like North Korea. Okay. So what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick commercial break. That's what we're, that, that, that's we're going to do first. Um, and then what we're going to do is that, um, David, can you do... Uh, winners and losers, and kind of do a uh, rocket recap, sort of, or yeah. kind of mixed in in about mm, 10 minutes or so? Yep. Okay. Run the two-minute drill. Okay, we'll run the two-minute drill. I tempo right here. So mm-hmm. what we're going to do is take a quick commercial break. You're listening to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, uh, make sure you always check us out on After Further Review Sports Show on Facebook. When we go live, you can see me. Frank. Sometimes when Frank's not here doing blowing that whistle on the field, okay. it's just myself and David the Man God Harris on the phone lines. But if you missed any kind of segments, we got WHT's after further reviews on SoundCloud and on iTunes. When we return, winners and losers mixed in with the Rockets. Remember, your Rockets, even though they got a two-game losing streak, are playing for a MAC championship. That game's about to kick off right now. Against Ohio. Yeah. Ohio's first MAC championship appeared since 1968. Eight, exactly. Usually known as a party school. Usually they're MAC champs when it comes to drinking. <laughs> yeah, they don't win them all, but they never lost a party. Party, exactly. <laughs> and they're also known as a basketball school. We'll be back after this.